This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I got an amazing product for my kings and queens who love some cannabis. I enjoy the occasional joint once in a while. And if you want to maintain the flower that you're buying, this is the product for you. Integra Specialty Products brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging with two-way humidity control packs. Ensure the freshness, potency, and quality of your cannabis with Boost plant-based solutions that only puts in pure water vapor into your dried-out buds. It's ideal for flower, pre-rolls, and edibles. They offer a harmonious balance of convenience and freshness. For more information, check them out at www.integra.com boost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code LOWLIFE at checkout for 15% off your next purchase online at www.integraboost.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. We keep it moving, yeah, we do. Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno, mi gente. Welcome, one and all, to a brand spanking new episode, fresh out the oven, a delicious episode for you to feast on of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your flaming hot and spicy, seasonally depressed, white wine drinking, talky finger licking, iced coffee sipping, hot mess of a host, Lorenzo von Rumpf. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. There is no place I'd rather be than in this moment here with you now. I hope you're having a great day and a beautiful week. But if you're feeling a bit stressed out right now, if you're not in the best headspace, you're feeling stressed out, depressed, anxious, you're really going through it and life feels heavy for you right now, don't you worry, boo-boo. Don't you fret. You are here for a reason. You've come to the right place. We're about to turn that frown upside down. We've got a great show in store for you today. I love that you're here for this episode if you're going through it right now because this is taking time for you taking time to enjoy a podcast, have a smile on your face, get a good laugh. It's some enjoyment for your ear holes. It's like a shot of dopamine for the soul. And I feel like it's really good to prioritize our mental health. And if this podcast can help with that, that's a win. This episode is part solo mission and then part Haley Fitzgerald. We'll get into that in a minute. But before we jump into this week's very special episode, let's talk about mental health. Nobody asked, (laughs) but my mental health score this week on a scale of one to 10 One being bottom of the barrel, the pits of hell. 5150, my ass, Struggle City, USA. A 10 would be euphoric bliss. You're on a beach sipping Mai Tai, all expense paid resort vacation. I'm definitely not a 10, but I would rate my mental health in this moment right now a solid 7.7 out of 10. I'm feeling pretty good. I've had some high moments, some low moments. I've been white knuckling it a few days. But overall, I'm on cruise control, and I can't complain. I'm in a healthy space, so solid 7.7 is a good place to be. What is your mental health score right now? On a scale of 1 to 10, where are you at in this moment right now? How are you feeling? I love writing down my mental health score every single day and then taking an average at the end of the week. It's a good indicator of where I'm at emotionally, but also it's nice for me to track my triggers, 
Oh, I was sad on this day. What made me sad? Was I on social media too much? Was I overwhelmed? Was I stressed out? Did I not sleep? And I've been paying attention to those sort of things and yes to all of the above. So I've been taking a break from social media, like timing it out, 15 to 20 minutes max. That's all I'm going to do. And then I'm done for the day because it's so easy to doom scroll. And I've also learned that there's so much information out there. There's great info. I love some of the videos I get. Most of them are pugs, puppies, and whale videos. So I'm not going to complain about that. But there's also so much happening in the world. And so news cycles. And back in the day, we had a couple media outlets and everybody watched the news. And if you wanted to know what's happening in the world, you picked up the paper or you could watch like CNN, NBC, like CBS. There was only a few major networks that were pretty much controlling the media. Now, yes, there's plenty of television, but also social media makes the access to all this information of everything happening in the world so accessible at our fingertips for our eyes to see at any point in time all throughout the day, 24-7. That's not healthy for us. It's just not. We're not wired to be able to retain that much information. That's why our attention spans are all dwindling. I mean, I have the attention span of a freaking squirrel looking for a winter nut over here. It's hard for me to keep my focus. Plus I have ADHD. And so I'm understanding that social media does not help with that. There is so much devastation, sadness, crime, happy stories, tragedies. There's so many things happening in the world. I see it all on my phone. I can simply just keep scrolling and scrolling, whether it's TikTok or Instagram. And I'm now understanding that it sends my parasympathetic nervous system into overdrive, which isn't good for any of us. And it also is very overwhelming because none of us have the emotional bandwidth to process all of that information. So what happens? We become desensitized. Our attention spans start to dwindle. And so anyway, I'm just taking matters into my own hands right now. Yes, I love social media, but I've been really cognizant of how much time I'm spending on it right now because it does do more harm than good if you're not in control of it. All right. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've also had some contributing factors that have helped my mental health. Journaling is a big one, but I've been obsessed with this Celestial Seasonings tea. Celestial Seasonings, I love the boxes of tea. I'm the type of guy, when I get into something, I'm introduced to a new product or to try something and I enjoy it. Oh, I'm all in. Balls to the wall, I'm such an extreme, like obsessive type personality. So for example, bone broth, when I was introduced to bone broth and I talked to a nutritionist and a dietitian, and I talked to my doctor about the health benefits of bone broth and I started to do all my research and I started drinking it. Oh, now I'm the official spokesperson for bone broth. <laughs> like I love it. I recommend it to all of my friends and family, not necessarily because it tastes so great. It's not about the taste. It's about the health benefits of it. It is so good for you. And so add some lemon juice, add whatever you need to spice it up to get past the weird taste of bone broth. But once you get past that weird taste, the health benefits really do outweigh the flavor. Something else I was recently introduced to was the Celestial Seasonings tea bags, Bengal Spice. I used to love Sleepy Bear tea because it has the cute little bear family on it. <laughs> so I drink that once in a while if I want to get some good shut eye. But for me, this Bengal Spice tea, which I'm sure has been around forever. You're probably listening to this right now and you're like, Lo, I've had Bengal Spice tea. It's been around for ages, but... I was just introduced to it, so it's new to me. I've seen this box before. It has a little tiger on it. It's a caffeine-free tea, but this Bengal Spice situation has been a game changer because I used to love chai tea from Starbucks. Oh, I love me a good chai tea latte from Starbucks. Those Tazo teas, woo, they are delicious, but they're 
packed with so much sugar. And once I learned how much sugar is in their chai teas, I was like, no, I'm not about it. It's just way too much sugar. For me, I'd rather get a freaking Krispy Kreme donut than drink all that sugar in a liquid. And so I stopped ordering chai teas. They do have a sugar-free option. I think I like coffee bean, but it tastes funky to me. I don't like the flavor. And so even though I love me a good chai tea, I just stopped drinking them because they're just packed with sugars and artificial flavors. And so anyway, one of my best girlfriends, Dylan, who is visiting me from Toronto, I'll get into her little stay here at my place in a sec. But she was telling me about Bengal Spice Tea when we were at Ralph's. She's like, try this tea. It is a chai tea hack. If you love chai tea lattes, this is going to be a really good drink for you. And so I bought it. You take two Bengal Spice Celestial Seasonings tea bags, put them in eight to 10 ounces of water, boiling water, let them steep for about three to four minutes. Then you add some almond milk. You could add oat milk. You got to add some milk to this tea and then add some honey to it. Oh my God. You are in for such a treat. And I will say when it comes to honey, yes, it sweetens it, but Manuka honey specifically, if you've never had Manuka honey, M-A-N-U-K-A, Manuka honey is the shit. It is so good for you. It is packed with antioxidants. I use it on my face, put it on my skin. I use it for smoothies to sweeten anything really, because it's better for your body than using just regular sugar. Because Manuka honey, not only does it have a lot of healing properties to it, but the way your body processes it, it's much better for your glucose levels. And so anyway, Manuka honey is the shit or any honey that you have, but Manuka is a little bit more expensive, but it's worth it. Get those tea bags, throw in some almond milk or some oat milk, and then add some Manuka honey to sweeten it up. You'd even add a little bit of cinnamon powder. You don't really need to though, because this tea is so strong. But anyway, you're going to be drinking a delicious, healthier version of a chai tea latte that you could make at home for, I don't know, all of five bucks. How much is a box of tea these days? But anyway, I like the flavors because it has cinnamon, ginger, cardamom, black pepper, cloves, nutmeg. It smells like freaking Christmas in a cup. That's why I love a good chai tea for the holiday. It reminds me of the holidays. It's the literal holidays in a cup. And so get yourself some Bengal Spice Tea from Celestial Seasonings. No, they're not a sponsor on this podcast, <laughs> but I love them. One of my best girlfriends from Toronto, she's a Canadian Maple Delight, Dylan. She came to visit me during Grammy week, which was so hectic. Part of the reason why this episode is delayed is because I was so stressed out with getting everybody ready for Grammy week. There's so many events leading up to it. There's pre-parties, there's the actual Grammys, and there's so many after parties. And so getting my clients ready for all of the events they were going to, oh, it was a lot. And it was pouring rain in LA, perfect time to drink some nice warm tea, but also a bit stressful because LA is just not equipped for the rain. We are not ready for that heavy ass rain. It was like 10 inches in Studio City, which is very close to where I live. Oh, it was insane. Wouldn't stop. It was not fun to be driving in it. There's a lot of flooding. There's flash flood warnings. LA was a hot mess. Now I do love the rain though, but I don't like having to work in it, drive in it and carry garment bags and gowns and stilettos. And so <laughs> I was not in the best headspace. Let's just put it that way. It was a bit stressful. My friend Dylan came into town to visit we have the most interesting dynamic. I'm curious if you have any friends like this in your life because this is such a unique friendship for me. I've been friends with her for a solid decade. She's one of the only people I've been able to live with. Her and I lived together for a couple years and we loved living together. We had a great cohabitating experience. We got extremely close. As soon as we met 10 years ago on set at a photo shoot, I was styling her. She's a music artist. She does like rock and roll type music right now. But back in the day, she was more of a pop artist. 
And so when I met her, we instantly connected and it's like we knew each other forever. We had moved in with each other pretty soon after meeting for the first time because I had just gone through a bad breakup. I was looking for a new place. She had just moved to LA from Canada and was more than happy to have a roommate. And so her and I moved in and lived together for actually three years. At this point, she's become family to me. But the weird part about our friendship is she ended up moving back to Canada and she comes back to visit every so often. But we will go a solid six months, maybe even a year of no contact, no phone calls, no text message. Once in a while, we might send a DM to each other via Instagram. We don't really stay connected. But then she'll randomly message me six to eight months later and say, I'm coming into town. She flies in and we literally pick up right where we left off. Like, don't even skip a beat. It's not even a whole catch-up situation. It's just, we're in it to win it. Like, I just saw her yesterday. <laughs> so I don't have a lot of friends where I could pick up like that with, like, no contact. It's bizarre. Her and I have both agreed, though, on this last visit, which was amazing. It was so good for the soul to have one of my best friends in life right now here with me because I was stressed out for Grammy week and I have been going through it just on a personal level. And so she sensed that from Toronto and she's like, I don't know. I just felt like something was going on with you and I just really needed to see you. You've been on my mind. I've been thinking about you constantly. I miss you. I love you. And I wanted to show up for you and I wanted to get into town anyway because it's Grammy week. We could spend some time together. And that's exactly what we did. And so it was very healing, very cathartic. We cried together. We laughed together. Oh, we painted. Oh, I'm into painting now. Dylan is Frida Kahlo vibes. She loves to paint. I'm into painting arts and crafts and stuff, but my style of painting is more uh, free-for-all. Like I want to do it outside. It gets a little bit messy. I have no rhyme or reason to what I'm doing, and hopefully something great comes of it. A masterpiece is created or not. And so Dylan is more of a paint by numbers type of a girl. And so she'll go in and sketch a beautiful drawing and then she'll go and fill it in with all the colors and, and start painting. And so it's a bit more time consuming and detail oriented. And so I didn't think I had the patience to want to do that, but she bought all the supplies and she decided to create some art for my studio here. And what she created was so freaking cool. And then I was helping her with it too. I started painting. It is so relaxing. Go get yourself some paints, get some canvases. They're not expensive. We went to the Dollar Tree and got a bunch of canvases and then got some paints at Michael's Crafts and just went ham and we're painting a bunch of really cool stuff. I would be out all day going to different fashion showrooms and fittings with clients and meetings and conference calls. And then I'd come home. It's pouring rain outside. I come home to chai tea, bangle spice tea, and my little Dylan here, my Frida Kahlo queen, painting away in my living room. Oh, it was the best to have her here for a week. Loved it. I'll show you guys what we painted because I think you're going to love it. And I actually might start selling these pieces on Etsy or something, or maybe I'll create some merch. So are you familiar with Loteria? It's Mexican bingo. Mexican bingo is a game that I play with my family. I grew up playing it. If you're Latino, Hispanic households, there's a 99% chance you grew up playing Loteria. And so it's basically like American style bingo, but instead of it being a bunch of numbers on the card, it's a bunch of pictures with different words on it. So for example, on this card with a bunch of different pictures on it, there would be a picture of a bottle, La Botella. There'll be a picture of a drunken dude and it's El Borracho or the picture of a devil, it's El Diablito. Picture of a giant boot, it's La Bota. So somebody has to call out the different cards, La Chalupa, El Borracho, La Dama. And then you fill it up, and then whoever fills up their card first yells, Loteria, and they're the winner. And so I've been playing this since I was in diapers, 
but as I've gotten older, they've come out with new versions of it. There's one game called Millennial Loteria. And so the pictures on the cards appeal to a millennial audience. So they have one that's La Reina, and it's a picture of Selena Quintanilla, obsessed. They also have a Selena Quintanilla version of Loteria, which I love. So I had this idea of wanting to create my own Loteria cards, specific to things on this podcast, like El Colt or La Ozempic or something funny like that. And so anyway, we ended up creating these beautiful masterpieces, if you will. Well, Dylan did. She was handy with the paints and I painted some too, but we created these really cool Loteria cards. They're over my fireplace right now. I love them. I might turn them into merch. I'll be sharing them on social media, Instagram. Let me know what you think. But they're so damn cute and it looks really fun. It's the only color that I have in my place because my place really looks like a monastery vibe. I like it to look like a cult monastery. It's a lot of creams. And I know people are over that creamy aesthetic of all neutrals, but I fucking love a good neutral palette. I know it's trendy. I know people are trying to experiment with a little bit more color right now. But for me, I like my home to be more on the neutral side because one, I have synesthesia, so I already see a lot of color as is. But besides that, there's so much happening in my mind creatively. I'm always thinking about you know clothes and fashion, and I have a lot happening in this noggin. And so for me, I like a neutral palette because it just kind of calms me down, and it actually allows me to be a bit more creative because I don't have anything adding spice to my mind, if that makes sense. I don't know. It's just easier for me to have a neutral palette in a home. I prefer it. These Loteria cards are bold colors, though, and so now that's the only pop of color that I have in my home, and I'm kind of here for it. I do love a little bit of color. It's nice. And I highly recommend getting some paints, some canvases at your local Dollar Tree, and going to town and painting some random shit, because it is so therapeutic. And drink some Bangle Spice tea, too. It is comforting for the soul. All right, let's get into this week's episode. So I had a conversation with Haley Fitzgerald. It was a two-part convo. Haley Fitzgerald came over. We were talking about dating deal breakers and what's in and what's out for 2024. And you guys loved those episodes. Oh, I love the conversation. Anytime Haley comes on the show, I know it's going to be a good time. But because the episode was going a bit over time, we had to cut some of the audio out. The audio that was cut out of this episode, that part of the conversation was just too good that I didn't want to just let it go to waste. I wanted to enjoy it and share it with you because I love it. And so that's part of the conversation today. But it's very specific because we were talking about how humans can be pieces of shit at times. And so <laughs> us specifically. And so it's a confession type episode, a morality conversation, if you will. There are questionable decisions that we make in life. And so that's the conversation I want to have with you today. I guess this episode can be considered like a confessions episode <laughs> because I'm saying this shit out loud. But after listening to this conversation, well, you might think I'm a complete asshole. Who knows? But you know what? That's okay. This is a judgment-free zone. And so I'm going to speak my truth. And maybe you might think I'm the literal worst person or you might relate to this conversation. I don't know, but I'm putting it out there for you to enjoy. And so without further ado, let's jump into this week's very special conversation, a confessional conversation with Haley Fitzgerald. Hit it.
All right, I need to address the elephant in the room. I've had hundreds of lowlifers DM me about this very specific topic. Oh, I've been biting my tongue. I haven't spoken out about this one yet because I'm enraged. I'm disgusted. It makes me want to throw up. Yolanda Saldivar is coming out with a documentary. She's the puta, the devil reincarnate who murdered Selena Quintanilla on March 31st, 1995. And she is speaking out publicly. They're giving her a platform. It's a documentary. I believe it's on Oxygen. Shame on you, Oxygen Network. What are you doing talking to this evil bitch? I don't have hate in my life for anyone except Yolanda Saldivar. (laughs) I can't stand her. She's a pathological liar. She's a psychotic killer who murdered Selena. She was the president of Selena Quintanilla's fan club, and she ended up murdering her, shooting her in the back. She gave an interview back in the day, but people didn't get much from her. And she was like, I will not speak about the topic of Selena. I will not speak about Selena. I'm like, what the f*** do you think they're talking to you about then? Like, no one cares about you. You murdered an icon, a legend, a queen, the queen of Tejano music. That's why anybody's been interested in your ass because of what you did. But she didn't want to speak on it then. Now, apparently, she's spilling some tea and has some secrets about Selena that she wants to share. This woman is full of shit. And she's been festering, stewing in prison for the last 30 years. And now she's wanting to share her thoughts with the world. Nobody wants to hear it. I'm disgusted. I don't want to watch it. I don't. It's the last thing I want to watch. I don't want to add to any of the ratings for this shit. I'm sure the Quintanilla family is horrified by the fact that the woman who murdered their daughter is now getting a special on TV to speak about it. I don't know if it's going to get litigious. The Quintanilla family, Abraham Quintanilla, is going to come after her, hopefully. But regardless, this documentary is coming out. And so I feel like I need to hate watch it so that I could report back to you, my lowlifers, because I've had so many people asking me about it. Yolanda Saldivar is up for parole in 2025. So with good behavior, she might be able to get out of prison. She's much safer in prison because there's no chance in hell someone's not going to murder her if she gets out on these streets. Any Latino, any Hispanic within a 5,000-mile radius wants this woman dead, myself included. And so she's much safer in prison. If she did get out, she'd have to go into witness protection program or something because there's no way so many people aren't going to try and murder her, myself included. (laughs) I'm going to end up on a Dateline episode. The low lifers. Oh, you're going to be in for a treat because you're like, oh, damn. He's been talking about wanting Yolanda Saldivar dead, and he finally did it. Lo went through with it. (laughs) That was actually a dream that I had after taking shrooms. (laughs) That weird, f***ed up dream fantasy that I had, this kill fantasy. Oh, dark place, Lo. But that's what shrooms, that's where it sent me. So uh, there's that. (laughs) Just in case there's somebody from Yolanda Saldivar's family listening to this podcast and It's unfortunate that you're related to the devil, but uh, just to clarify, no, I'm not going to kill Yolanda Saldivar. Do I want her dead? Absolutely. Am I going to do that? No, this is just more of a bit and a weird dream that I had after binge watching Dexter and then wanting Yolanda Saldivar to die. So (laughs) don't worry. (laughs) You don't need to arrest my ass or I don't need any FBI following me around. But I know I'm not the only person in the world that's going to be celebrating popping champagne when that woman dies. If you're still on this journey with me and you haven't turned off this podcast because you're like, oh, Lowe's a sick f***, <laughs> you're still on the journey with me now, thank you for staying on this roller coaster ride. I want to share a situation that happened to me recently, and I'm so curious what you would do in this scenario. This could make me look like a complete piece of shit, or you might relate to me, but this is my confession of something that makes me feel great, but it's, I guess, morally questionable. Okay, here we go. Let me get into it. The other night, Dylan and I ordered pizza, 
at this popular spot. Now, there's several locations of this joint. It is a chain restaurant, pizza joint. And so we ordered pizza. We got some wings. It's a pricier pizza. With pizza, wings, some dipping sauces, the total came up to $65. So I called in the pizza order. It's a rainy night. We're going to have pizza, painting, perfect type of a night. And so I drove Dylan over to this pizza place because there was no parking. She was able to run in. I called in the order. It was ready for pickup. And so she runs in to get it. She comes out with the pizza, wings and everything. And she goes, oh my God, Lo, they were only going to charge me $3.50. They thought that the order was through Postmates or Uber Eats. And so they were just going to charge me for the dipping sauces because those were added on. They weren't going to charge me for the actual pizza and wings. And so I ended up correcting them. And paying the full amount, 65 bucks. I couldn't believe that she corrected them and said, oh, wait, 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 you're undercharging me? What? I would have taken that pizza and ran. I would have enjoyed that free za. But my little Canadian Maple Delight, Dylan, she didn't want to do that. She wanted to be an honest Abe and, and make sure she paid full price. Now, I will say Gwen has a pure heart. I go between Gwen and Dylan because her name is actually Gwendolyn. So she just goes by Dylan anyway. Gwen has a pure heart. She's Canadian Maple Delight that doesn't want to steal from any establishment, even if it is a chain restaurant. But here's where I'm coming from. I don't know why, but for me, I feel like I'm getting a win when I get one over on an establishment. If they're not charging me for an appetizer or they accidentally give me an extra something, oh, I'm not going to correct it. I'm going to take it and run. <laughs> and so <laughs> does that make me a bad person? I don't know. But I wouldn't do it if it was a small establishment. If it's a mom and pop joint or if there's only one location, you know, it's a family-owned restaurant sort of a thing, absolutely not. I'm going to pay full price. I'm a great tipper. I'm not trying to get one over on an establishment like that because I understand the struggle is real. But if you're taking me to a freaking cheesecake factory or an establishment that's a chain restaurant with several locations, oh, I'm going to enjoy the free meal or whatever it is that they didn't charge me for and not say anything. <laughs> So, it's not that I can't afford it. It's nothing to do with the actual price. I could afford pizza. I could afford a freaking appetizer at Cheesecake Factory. I'm good. But it's just getting one over. I don't know. It's like at Target. Remember this story? I shared it years ago on the podcast. But I know some people were like, oh, low. that's questionable. Your morals are a bit questionable here. The queen and I had gone to Target. This was during the pandemic. I was buying some new pillows. It's $45 a pillow. And so I have $90 worth of pillows, two pillows, and they're on the bottom part of my cart. So we're checking out. The woman is ringing us up for everything. I had two pillows on the bottom rack of the cart and she didn't scan them. I didn't say anything. The queen, my mama, who I was with, she didn't even realize that the woman hadn't scanned them. And so we got our stuff, bagged it up at Target, and we were heading out. The little sensor things for theft didn't go off. We kept walking out. As soon as we were out of the door, though, the queen realized, oh, my God, they didn't charge us for the pillows, mijo. We need to go back. The queen wanted my ass to go back. I said, queen, you keep walking. Shut your Mexican mouth. Keep on walking. I floored it to the car. And I'll tell you this much. Sleeping with those pillows, I've never slept better. I sleep better knowing that they're free pillows. <laughs> so, I love that I got one over on Target. And so no, I wasn't going to walk back into Target and say, oh, can you please charge me for these? No. But I know for some people, probably most, I don't know. What would you do in that situation? Would you go back into Target and make sure you paid for the pillows? Or if you went to a restaurant, a chain restaurant, not a local joint, not a mom and pop sitch, we're talking chain restaurant, hundreds of locations, would you correct them and say, you're undercharging me, you need to charge me way more? 
I would not. And getting one over on corporate America, capitalism, it feels good. Made me feel like I was living again. It's the first time I felt alive in a long time. (laughs) Anyway, I'm very curious to know, what would you do in those situations? Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little bit more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. I'm excited to have Nutrafol as a sponsor because I use it. I love it. I'm a big fan of this company. I've noticed a big difference in my skin, nails, hair. Even my sleep has improved since I started taking this. Now I have the queen taking it too, and it has been a game changer for her hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I'm all about leveling up with my low lifers this year. As a fashion stylist, the first place I want to start, of course, is leveling up your closet. But I don't want you to break the bank. You don't got to spend a lot of money, honey. Design on a dime, boo. You can still elevate your closet on a budget. We want you to save some money here. So I'm happy to have Quince as a sponsor. They are here for us. They're going to take good care of us. At Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at affordable prices. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Oh, they're amazing. I bought these beautiful silk pillowcases for my bed. I got a cute jacket, a cozy cashmere cardigan, and navy blue joggers I'm obsessed with. These are staple pieces for my closet that will not go out of style, and I was able to save some money. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash lowlife for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash lowlife to get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash lowlife. And speaking of questionable decisions, questionable morality moments that we have in life, let's get into a couple confessions I have here with Haley Fitzgerald. So this is part of the conversation that we had a couple weeks ago that I didn't want to just cut out of the podcast. I wanted to actually share it with you. And so Haley and I, to give you a little context, we were talking about traveling and we love traveling. We love a good flight moment. I'm down for a good Southwest flight. I'm not a bougie traveler, but I'm definitely not going to fly Spirit Airlines or Alaskan Airlines. Oh God, that story about Alaskan Airlines, the freaking plane door ripping off and a bunch of shit flying out of the plane, which could have been humans, people on board. That is terrifying. What a nightmare. I typically don't experience anxiety whenever I'm taking a flight, but hearing stories like that, they do me up a little bit. makes me nervous. So anyway, Haley and I were talking about flights and being at the airport, and she has a really funny drinking story of a time when she got hammered at an airport, and I have a very embarrassing story that has to do with food poisoning. We can call this part of the show our in-flight confessions. Here we go. Hit it. I was at the airport 
And I wanted to freshen myself up a little bit because mm-hmm. I had people picking me up right. to go oh, to a cute. dinner. Oh, God, yeah. And so I was like, you know what? Let me judge myself up a little bit. Yeah. Put on some chappy, brush my teeth, put a little bronzer on perhaps, yeah. change my outfit. Change the underwear. So I did all that. Okay. I chose the family bathroom <laughs> that has like the mother, like the family logo on it. The mother breastfeeding with the baby mm-hmm. and the and she had a toddler, mm-hmm. a mother of two yeah. knocking on the door. Didn't I said, you're going to have to wait on this one. <laughs> You said, I'm bronzing up, baby. Okay. <laughs> you take a second. When I, I didn't know who was out there. When I opened the door, I see this mother from the Ukraine. She was not. But I mean, it could have been. Low. Who knows? Who knows? A refugee, for God's sakes, low. And she's out there. I was like, I'm burning in the pits of hell. Because I came out refreshed, looking like I was going you were like, oh. to New York Fashion Week. Oh, yes. Came and out. she's like... Yeah, she's just like, kids. yeah, needing to change her dirty diapers of her baby. I'm so proud of you. Just like you took that stall. I took that family bathroom with the changing table so I could lay out my cosmetics. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt crazy. terrible. Terrible. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, I love I'm you. a terrible f***ing human farthest thing from it. Well, it happens, you know? Sometimes you make poor choices. We're literally just like mammals on a rock. Just so trying to f- up figure it out. Yeah. When you go on plane rides, you talking to people when you sit down on that plane, you making conversation with the person to the left or right of you? Yeah. You are, <laughs> No, are you? Sometimes. You're a talker. Sometimes. <laughs> if <I'm>, Wait, <laughs> Whitney Houston. Sometimes. Sometimes. Always. Not always, no. Sometimes. That means sometimes. If I've had three beers on my layover, yeah, I want to chat some shit up. Chatty Cathy. If I'm tired, don't even fucking look at me. Majority okay? of the time, would you say you're Maj- a talker or a walker? Or like a, not what? a walker. You a talker, you a walker. You a talker, a walker. Let them know. Yeah, I'm trying to make it rhyme. but like- I, No, I liked it and it did. Usually no talking. No talking. Keep it to yourself. Head, I had my headphones in, but I walked down the aisle just like both in my head. I get crazy. I'm like singing. Yeah. yeah I just don't care. Hoodie on, glasses, headphones, yeah. mask. Yeah. As much as possible, cover it. Got the neck pillow. Yeah. I'm in my own world. Bundle me up. Bundle me up. That's the best part about masks is because on planes, I'm a mouth open. I'm like a mouth open type sleep. Don't make that face. <laughs> <laughs> don't make that disgusting face. <laughs> what do you mean on a... Oh, you're a mouth breather on a plane. I'm a mouth breather when I sleep. So a mask just covers that up. Yes. Because, you know, I if you're like right next to someone and they're shoulder to shoulder and you're just like. Oh. Mm-mm. And I do that. But masks save the day. That's why I'm down for a mask on a plane because also there's like tons of germs and shit. It's a big old metal yeah. tube. With a bunch of random circulated f***ing diseased air. Yuck. How have we not been doing that? Yeah, I've I've been wearing a mask for a long time now on the plane before before COVID. Really, I was rocking a mask for a long time and and sanitizing the seat. But I'm a bit of a germ phobe. You are a little bit stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah. but how have we not been? Well, and I learned because I had friends, foreign exchange students that came to visit from Japan, and they were rocking masks. This was back in like 2009. Japan has always been on that. And so yeah, I I learned from them, and I was like, "Why are you guys wearing masks?" And they were like, "Why are you not wearing masks?" And so that was like over a decade ago. And so I learned from them and I was like, they're onto something. 
I used to get sick every f***ing time I flew. Yeah. Come on now. If you have a choice, where are you sitting on that plane? Window. Always. Window. The sociopaths that prefer an aisle seat. F*** them. What is that? I don't get it. You're getting bumped. Also, well, I would see if like for someone like you, because you're very petite, yeah. like a tiny human, then you don't have to worry about like someone knocking you with the food cart coming through. <laughs> but that's me, six one. Oh yeah, I got, I'm a big guy. I'm six one. I got like you know shoulders, elbows. Like they're hitting me constantly. Yeah, so me. I'll take a middle seat or worst case scenario. You'll take a middle seat over an aisle. I rather have a middle seat. Okay, well, you're a sociopath. Sorta. That's I like the comfort of sorta. human touch. <laughs> you're like, you I want to be snuggle? touched. Mm, you guys into this? Weirdly enough, I, I prefer always a window seat. By the way, for yeah, me, 100%. give me a window because then I can curl up right on the yeah window and just keep to myself. I also forget to drink water, so I never pee, so I'm fine there. I rather piss myself than get up okay. on a flight and go yeah. to the bathroom. I vibe that. I will not pee on a flight ever. I have, it is a worst case scenario. If I like, I feel the sting on the tip of my wiener where I'm like, ah, this hurts. I hated that. I, I hated hurts. it so much. <laughs> like that's what happens when you hold it that long. I'm like, oh, it stings. <laughs> then I have to go. But that has happened like I can count on one hand how many wow. times that's happened. I rarely, oh, I got food poisoning on a flight. Haley, <gasps> oh, it was bad. This is my no. confession. Yeah. And so I was on my way to the CMA Awards in Nashville, Tennessee, Hot. I had lied to the person that like checks you in, like takes your ticket to get onto the plane. I had run up, they had closed the gate to board. And I was like, please, it's my you grandfather's funeral. It wasn't. My grandfather had died 10 years prior. But I need to get on that flight. And I was like, I'm going to miss his burial. Again, add I it to my special it. open casket. I need to see him. And so they let me on that plane. They opened those doors for me, let me in. Wow. I was late because I was having a delicious margarita. I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I will kill you that you used your grandfather because of a margarita. And so, but I had to get on that flight. It was the only flight yeah. getting to Nashville in time for the CMA Awards. Thanks, if I Grant. didn't make that flight, my client would not have her dress. I had the dress with me in hand. Yeah. So I'm on this flight. I got a fresh spray tan before the flight. I'm looking Puerto Rican, Bahamas vacation, almost cultural appropriation. Okay. It was a little uncomfortably dark. What a vibe for you. Yeah. Like palms were a bit dark too. Like everything got the webbed hands with like the f***ing color. I was dark because I did a double dark. It's like a double dip. They I call it. Spray tans. They're out. Oh, I love a out spray tan. Never. Yeah. Take no. it back. All right. Anyways, I will give you your skinny. I will give you out for skinny jeans. You just let spray tans <laughs> live. I I do because I don't. I'm not down for sun damage, and so I love a good spray tan. Just live in your skin. Okay. All right, I just, anyways, I so you prefer, used your dead grandfather to get I on got this. my double dip spray tan. I'm in that, I'm in there and I had shrimp tacos and uh, a couple of margaritas. Place? Yeah. Is, was it Margaritaville? It was Little Javi's at John Wayne Airport. Shout out to Little Javi's for getting me so sick, almost killing me, owned by Javier's well-known establishment. Not anymore after this. They, they ain't a sponsor now. <laughs> and so I get on the plane. And it's like a four hour, three and a half hour flight within 20 minutes. Oh. Bubble guts. I start feeling it, sweat dripping down. And I'm sitting on a window seat and I'm in the middle of the plane oh. and I feel it. And I, oh. I got up to go to the bathroom because I felt it both ends. I was like, 
if something's going to happen, I run to the bathroom, sir, you need to sit in your seat, fasten your seatbelt. I was like, this is going to be bad. I have to be in the bathroom. And she's like, go ahead, go, <laughs> go ahead. Like I look like fear of God in my eyes, she's like, please. And I'm dripping, already sweating. Mm-hmm. And so I go in there in that bathroom. I didn't leave that bathroom for a solid two and a half hours. <laughs> I was in there. Oh, people are knocking on that door, wanting to get in there. Sorry. It was coming both ends. Oh, Violent. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Hershey squirts, throwing up. Thank you. And so the worst thing about it was I felt confident getting on that flight. Mm-hmm. I had a very cute, creamy, oatmeal-colored tracksuit on. Oh, f- <laughs> Cashmere hoodie with matching sweats. Mm. Get on that plane. And... I go in that bathroom and I'm sweating profusely and I, I wasn't even paying attention. So I'm just wiping my sweat and I'm throwing up and I'm going number two back. It was bad. Sorry for being so descriptive. Oh, if you're eating out. breakfast right now, listener, Spit it out, maybe. I'm so sorry, yeah. but it was bad. And so anyway, I didn't notice this, but when I got out, I mean, I looked in the mirror finally and my spray tan, <laughs> I <laughs> was so bad. Haley, Did you just half, like a streak half my face was Caucasian. So white, literally. And the other half is, we're talking like half of it, I'd say Renee Zellweger. The other half, Lupita Nyong'o. That's what it was giving. It was crazy. And I just felt terrible. And I was just sweating. I couldn't stop. I was like a bucket of water had spilt on me. Like that's how much sweat was coming off of me. And then to come out of that and the smell. I felt, I apologize to everyone on flight 137 to Nashville. God bless. It was rough landing at BNA. It was a bad flight. So anyway, after that, I stopped eating. I now don't eat before any flight. You will never have me eat. Really? I don't care if it's I don't care if it's a red eye. I'm fasting that day. Really? I was so scarred by that experience. That makes sense. That I was like, I don't want to eat ever again. And I was almost like, God, did you punish me for lying about? Granddaddy's death. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, he did die, but it was just like timing was a bit off. Who I was off it? by 10 years. <laughs> just a little bit off. It's so anyway, it's rough. That's my confession. I'm not oh, proud of that moment, but I'm sure you've lied to get on a flight too at some point in your life. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I have destroyed a plane before. You have. Mm. Food poisoning? Uh, drinking too much and vomiting everywhere. The vomit queen herself. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I love me a good edible moment. I talk about it all the time on this show. And so I was so excited that Via became a sponsor of the Low Life Podcast. Oh, this is a dream partnership because I love their edibles. They're so delicious. And they're coming on right in time for Valentine's Day. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increases the blood flow, and intensifies any sexual experience, even if it's a solo experience. It's going to be amazing with this gummy. The strawberry-flavored one is my favorite. They're vegan. Organic ingredients are used. They have zero THC products as well. So if you're not down for THC, that's okay, boo. Their CBD line is amazing too, which is really great for sleep, focus, and energy. Their products range from 2 milligrams to 50 milligrams of THC, so there's definitely something for everybody. My favorite part about this sponsor is that they ship to all 50 states legally with discreet packaging directly to your door. It makes it so easy breezy for you. No medical card required. 
Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use the code LOWLIFE to receive 15% off plus one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code LOWLIFE at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. Is your New Year's resolution to find time-saving solutions so you can spend less time doing things like grocery shopping and more time with your little one? As a busy parent, I'm always looking for products and brands that will make my life easier. What is one change that's easy to make that will make your life easier in 2024? Little Spoon. Little Spoon delivers fresh, healthy meals and snacks that your kiddo will love for every eating stage. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Time-saving and convenient without compromise. Little Spoon delivers baby blends, biteables, plates, smoothies, snacks, and lunchers. Kids love it, and you will too. It's all so fresh, so delicious, and made with the cleanest, high-quality ingredients. Did I mention it all comes right to my door? So flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change it up what I order every time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. I love it. My kids love it. The grandparents love it. And I know all you lowlifers will love it too. A huge win-win-win for my family, and it can also be for yours. Simplify your kiddo's mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash lowlife and enter our code lowlife at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. I drank so much before a flight and I, the takeoff went and I was like, oh, oh my God. And I had to <laughs> run mid takeoff to the bathroom, no. projectile vomit. <gasps> in the bathroom. Everywhere. In Please the bathroom. say you made it, I into made the bathroom. it to the bathroom. Oh my God. The toilet seat was down. Mm. So it didn't mm-hmm. get in the toilet. No. And no, it spread you... everywhere. Right. Oh, sick. Yeah. It's really cute. And then probably like... 40 minutes into it, I was like, round two. Ding, 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 and so you went back to your seat, walk of shame back to your seat oh. after you destroyed the bathroom. Yeah, and I ran to the bathroom. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that people were scared when yeah, that happened. Yeah, they knew. Yeah, yeah. She's a mess. Right. So then round two happens and I'm I'm running and I, I basically do like a fucking knee slide into the bathroom. <laughs> Door open, projectile vomiting again. But the woman before was like, wait, wait, don't go in there. And I was like, you don't understand. Knee slid in there, projectile vomited, oh. not reeling that they put powdered bleach on the floor from the first time that I destroyed the bathroom. I was in black pants. So my knees from knee sliding in yeah, there. Yeah, covered in the bleach all powder. All bleached up, baby. All bleached up. Ooh. Yeah. No one used that bathroom for the rest of the flight. Absolutely not. Yeah. And that was my B. That's, How that's old not. were you? Was this your like, uh, couple was, weeks ago? <laughs> it was two years ago. How <laughs> <laughs> What ago. the f? Yeah. What were you drinking? What were you coming from? Like Mardi Gras? It was basically. Yeah, a cruise. Listen, I was at a bar. I had a very long layover. I met this cute guy. He was buying me drinks. Bada boom, bada bing. Found out he was on the same flight. No. Because I made a story on my Instagram and he DM'd me being like, yeah, I was on your flight and I saw you. <laughs> oh, that sucks. This was somewhat recent. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Staying strong, baby. Yeah, live strong, you know, baby. Yeah. You know, those moments happen and they really humble you, don't they? They stick with you. And they definitely do stick with you. So are you someone that wants to drink before a flight now? I'll still do it. You still will? Oh, see, okay. So, I'm not getting back on that horse. Yes, I mean, I'm not going to get fucking wasted before a flight anymore. No. But also, if a cute guy's like, want another beer? Want another beer? You're not going to go, no. Or maybe that is a normal thing. I, I would say no. <laughs> Listen, I don't get a lot of attention in life. So I'm going to take <laughs> At it. At an airport bar, mm -hmm. they are coming for you. Oh my God. And he was so cute. Yeah. I do. I don't usually drink at airport bars. What? Never. That's the best place to drink. Really? Yeah. Because everyone's drinking by themselves. So everyone wants to talk. And well, not everyone. I like talking to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I so never fun. have done that. You should do it. My favorite thing to do at an airport, if they have a TGI Fridays, I get the Jack Daniels platter, baby. Jack, does that mean? Jack Daniels. And it is a whiskey, but they also make a Jack Daniels chicken. It's like this barbecue tangy molasses Jack Daniels sauce. Ooh, so good. Okay. I love me a good commercial restaurant. Oh, I, that is something what's your that, favorite commercial oh restaurant? Oh my, that's something people don't know about me. And even like people I've dated in the past, that's like, I won't reveal that mm. until a little bit later into the relationship. I got to feel safe. Oh my God, what is it? That I live for a commercial restaurant. But which one? Give me a chain, give me a cheesecake factory. It will bring me to my knees. <gasps> the brown bread. Oh, mm. delicious. A P.F. Chang's, I'll take it. Come on. Bread Robin, okay. delicious fries. Okay. Outback Steakhouse, not my favorite, but I good like- Good bread. Good bread. Good bread. <laughs> <laughs> I love the bread. I love Great the bread, ranch. Man. Good really ranch. Really good ranch. And so, yeah, what's your favorite chain restaurant for a hot date? <laughs> Olive Garden. Love. No, but honestly, dive bar. I love the shittiest fucking dive bar. Really? Yeah. To order food? Yeah. No. Okay. You don't get food. No, I'll eat any. I will literally eat cardboard. Okay. I've accidentally eating cardboard before. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I love, well, I'm down for an Olive Garden. I don't love a dive bar. I went to a couple dive bars in Montana and you know the movie, The Hills Have Eyes? Because <laughs> <laughs> literally, Shut up. that's what it, I was on set at the Hills Have Eyes movie and I'm like, what is going on here? The circus has come to town. It's the weirdest people. It's some weirdos. Yeah, it was a lot. And so it wasn't my favorite, but I did feel like a peacock. Definitely. In a right? world of disfigured pigeons. <laughs> so, <laughs> I felt like, <laughs> I felt really confident, mm -hmm. but also I was like, what is going on here? Where is the nuclear <laughs> plant? I <laughs> so I know that you. that's your safe space. That's your comfort zone. I'd like to go to the one. Oh my God, what does that say about me? <laughs> well, you you are from Wisconsin. Yeah, it's some. I want to do. I want to go there. with you to Wisconsin and go to the dive bars that you love, and we will podcast about it. Let's do it. Let's take this show on the road. I would love to do that because I I want to experience where you grew up and the places that you love. Because I'm sure I'd love the dive bars. I will say in Montana, which I would love to take you with me to Montana. Yeah, we were talking about it. It's yeah. it's amazing. Uh, Whitefish, Montana. Shout out to the people of Whitefish. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh, it's great, and the I couldn't believe the drinks at this bar. Are they good? They they're were cheap. cheap and so good. Premium Ooh. liquor, Grey Goose Martini. It was served in a plastic solo cup. Ow. 
regardless of the you are sh- a bougie bitch. I am when You're it comes such to cocktails. A bougie bitch. Am I? Yeah. I love Olive Garden, though. But it's not, it's not a bad bougie, but you're, you're bougie. With certain things, fragrances and booze. That's about it. And facial products. And. Yeah. And <laughs> no, I love it. We're a balance. I won't fly Spirit Airlines, but I'll take you on a Southwest flight, baby. Ew. All right. Ew. Give me them Southwest peanuts. Okay. My friend just went on a Southwest trip uh, to her hometown and Charlize Theron was on it. Love that. Isn't that dope? Yeah. I was like, okay, bitch. You know what? I was actually at, I believe it was Chibo, this restaurant on Sunset. Mm. I was ordering a Caesar salad. Charlize was there. Oh, she's everywhere. I had no idea that it was Charlize. Stunning. Uncomfortable. Stunning. Beautiful. Like one of those humans that you see in person, you're like, you real? Stunning. And just one of the best actors. Tall, statuesque, lovely, and just a very nice human. And so I was sitting there. She starts making small talk with me. I'm talking to her. Had no idea who she was. It didn't. I'm sorry, you talked to Charlize? Yeah. Just like making comments? She was sitting by herself. I was sitting by myself. What a boss ass bitch. I know. By herself at a bar. I love her. Well, I had a t- I was sitting at a table and she we weren't at the bar. I was sitting at the table. She was at the table next to me by herself. She had a book or I don't know what she was doing, reading a script Hot. perhaps of her next Oscar winning movie. Oh, literally. Who knows? And so I was making small talk. Or she made small talk with me. She was like, ooh, that looks good to the salad I got or whatever. And so anyway, we ended up talking, shooting the shit, whatever. And it hit me at about like 15 minutes into it. I'm like, oh, you're an Oscar winning actress who's incredible and beautiful, but so down to earth. And she was like, have a good time. Like have a good rest of your day or whatever. And super chill. That makes me so happy. Yeah, she's a good one. Like people who are that talented and that successful and that famous. And they're just like chilling. By themselves with the book, making You know what? Because we're all putting our pants on one leg at a time. At we're all some, yeah. some uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> You're putting on your pants, two legs. Yeah, I put my butt on the bed. And you put and them legs put up. Them legs right up in there. Get your skinny jeans on, baby. I'm better than everyone. Not skinny jeans. <laughs> you. No. No, but everyone at the end of the day, these celebrities, people, you know, in Hollywood, they're all just taking a shit. Struggling yeah. with mental health, miserable, like the yeah. rest of us, truly. Yeah. I think you've seen it. I've seen it too, because we've been behind the velvet curtain. Isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? It is. Like people put celebrities, and if you're rich and you're famous and you have popularity, and they put these people on a pedestal. Yeah. But we've seen behind the pedestal and what's going on with these people. Terrifying. All of them, from complete A-list mm-hmm. to the D-list influence or whatever it could yeah. be, all, everything in between. Reality stars, superstars, athletes, I've seen it all. Yeah. And I will say- Without a doubt in my mind that everything I've seen is they're all miserable. (laughs) Like they all have their own issues and and nothing is what it seems. And social media is a complete lie. Lie. Everything. There's, it's a huge lie. And people are like, people are so authentic. No, 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 they're not. (laughs) No, it is all smoke and mirrors. You think, you know, but you have no idea. I love you so much, Haley. Thank you. you for being here. At the podcast, listeners love you. I love you. Where can people find you on social media? Because I want to make sure everybody follows your ass because you're the best person to follow. I love you. Instagram is Haley Fitzgerald, H-A-L-E-Y. It's the same with TikTok, I think. Oh, it's Haley Fitzgerald on TikTok. It's Haley Fitzgerald. YouTube is I am Haley. Yeah. And then honestly, just look up like Haley Fitzgerald, dumb f- and <laughs> that, that'll find you some things. Yeah, I think it's great.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the convo. I freaking love that puta, Haley Fitzgerald, so much. She is sunshine in human form. We have great chemistry. I'm trying to convince her to get her own show. I think she would do great on a podcast, and so I'm putting that into the universe. But until then, I'm going to have her on my show as much as possible (laughs) because she is so authentic. She's uncensored, unhinged, and unapologetically herself, which is how I like to live my life. We're going to shoot you straight. No chasers here. We are raw dogging it here at the Low Life Podcast, and we lead with vulnerability and authenticity. And so when I talk to her, it does feel like dopamine for the soul. And so I look forward to having her on more episodes in the future. Stay tuned for that. Next week's episode, oh, you are in for a treat next week. I will not be disappointing you, my kings and queens. Next week's guest is one of those conversations that you're going to want to listen to and then re-listen to it and take some notes. I've had hundreds of listeners who have messaged me saying, please have Elizabeth Smith back on the show because I did a two-part series in October last year talking about the fundamentals of skincare, what you need, what you should be using, what products are worth the hype, which products are overhyped, what you should be splurging on, what you could be saving on. We break it all down. It is like a masterclass of skincare. If you don't know anything about skincare or you're a bit confused on what you should be using or what products are the best for you, that is an amazing episode to listen to because we break it all down. So it was a two-part series last year. Those episodes did so well that I got to bring her back into 2024 because I want to up your skincare game in 2024. And there were so many questions that were left unanswered. And so now we're taking the opportunity to answer all of your skincare questions and help you out with beautiful glowy skin going into 2024. So that's next week's episode. Stay tuned for that. Elizabeth Smith. I love doing this podcast. It means so much to me. This podcast has truly changed my life and has really helped me in moments where I feel so depressed or I feel alone. I don't feel alone because I have this show with you. I have these moments here on the podcast with you and I'm forever grateful for it. I appreciate having you as a listener. And I know this podcast would literally be nothing without you, without you taking the time to listen to the show, share it with your friends and your family members, leaving those reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show and it's a game changer. So thank you for supporting this podcast. Thank you for taking the time to leave a review and share something you loved about the show, something you learned, a new perspective that you might have gained when listening to this podcast. I love to hear your takeaways. I want to hear from you. And so you taking the time to actually write a review on Apple Podcasts and share something that you enjoy about this show, it means the world to me. I read each and every single review. I love reading them and I want to show my gratitude and my appreciation. So we have the Low Life Gifting Suite. If you'd like to win a little something, something, all you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you put your Instagram handle somewhere in the review, screenshot it, send it to the Low Life Podcast page, which you can follow or in the Facebook group, or you could DM it to me on my personal Insta, which is at StyleLVR. Follow me there, follow the podcast and send a screenshot of your review and you might just be winning a little something, something from the Low Life Gifting Suite. We have gifts from our sponsors, hyaluronic serums, shit you didn't know you need that I'm obsessed with from Amazon, gift cards, lots of gifts to share with you. That is my love language. I love receiving them, but giving them hits different. I love to give gifts. And so if you want a chance to win a little something, something, and who doesn't love some free shit, all you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And again, these reviews could be anything you want them to be. Throw a couple of dick emojis my way, some eggplants, throw a salsa dancer, or you could actually write something, a takeaway that you've had from this show. I want to shout out some of my lowlifers who are the backbone of this podcast. This show would be nothing without you. And so thank you for taking the time to leave this review. First review is coming in hot from at Heaven, L-R-A, H-E-A-V-E-N-L-R-A. Her name is Heaven Lee Almanza. 
What a beautiful name. I definitely need to send you a little something, something queen, because I know this is not your first review. Thank you for this. She writes, yes, I'm so into this. Five stars. The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. Oh my gosh, this documentary review was just what I wanted. So fascinating. I don't have HBO, so I'm glad that I can hear what's going on from a great storyteller. Give me more. She gave me a heart. You know I'm always down to do a deep dive on some true crime or any documentary. It doesn't have to be crime. I mean, that's preferred, but <laughs> I love a good true crime doc. But I'm down to deep dive into anything you want me to cover and watch. I could do The Crown. I could do whatever. And so if there's any suggestions you have, you let me know, and I'm down to cover it on the podcast. I love getting suggestions from you because sometimes you'll recommend shit that I've never even heard about. Then I end up watching it, and it's amazing. And so the more recommendations, the better. Let me know what you want me to deep dive on on this podcast. Next review is coming in hot from at Aaron Adele. At Aaron underscore Adele 13 writes, the ray of sunshine needed each week, five stars. Low is the best. I absolutely love his sense of humor. I think about his indoor skydiving incident and laugh to myself weekly. If you know, you know. <laughs> Your solo episodes are my favorites. It feels like I'm talking with one of my best friends. You need to come to Wisconsin ASAP. It seems like there are a lot of us here waiting to meet you. Thank you for bringing a smile to my face every single week. Thank you. Love you so much, puta. She gave me a little tamale an octopus, a cactus, and a heart emoji. Oh, thank you for that, Queen. I really want to go to Wisconsin. Haley Fitzgerald, that's where she's born and raised. And so I want to go to her old stomping grounds and make a trip of it. And so stay tuned because I might just be in Wisconsin very soon. <laughs> Plus, I'm trying to manifest a tour happening. I really want to go on tour with this show. Maybe I can partner with another podcast and it could be really fun. And so that's something to think about. It's on my vision board. And so I'm going to make it happen. A live tour so I can actually meet you in person. We have time for one more review, and this one is coming in hot from Stephanie. Steph underscore love09 writes, The Curious Case of Natalia Grace, five stars. Oh, I loved this deep dive of the show. I've been listening to your podcast since day one, and they always get me through my days. I have a recommendation for a show that I recently finished called Frogging. Love you, puta. She gave me a little eggplant emoji, a spicy pepper, and a heart. I haven't heard of that documentary, Frogging? Let me look that up right now. What the hell is Frogging? Frogging is when someone secretly lives in another person's home without their knowledge. <gasps> oh, I hate it and love it at the same time. That is so fucking creepy. Okay, I need to watch this. Frogging Hider in My House, documentary season one. <gasps> this is on Lifetime. Oh, that is so disturbing to have somebody living in your house. I've heard some stories about this in the past. And so I'd love to watch this and do a deep dive. Thank you for giving me my little weekend watch, boo. <laughs> That's the perfect note to leave this podcast on. I hope you have a beautiful weekend ahead. Are people watching the Super Bowl? I don't really give a shit about the Super Bowl. Let's be real. Who's really caring about the Super Bowl in 2024? Even the halftime show, I'm not that excited about it. It's Usher. Eh, if he brings on some special guests, I'll be more excited about it. I'll watch the halftime show. Not too excited about the game. I actually was going to go to Vegas. I have a few clients that are there, and I was like, no thanks. Hard pass. I'm good. I'd rather not. There's no need for me to be in Vegas. I'm like over that. It's a cluster. And so I'll be watching the halftime show from the comfort of my couch. I'll be ordering some pizza, maybe have some buffalo wings, be having a delicious margarita or two. And I hope you enjoy a nice cocktail as well. Maybe take some edibles, watch a good documentary, watch the frogging documentary. It looks really creepy. Take a shower, apply your serums, masturbate, meditate, live your best life, boo. But don't forget to drink your water, puta. 
love yeah. you. And we're out. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>